0: Welcome to this week's episode of Inside Eagle News, where we will dive into everything
1: FGCU.
2: If this is your first time listening, I'm Addie, the assignment and features editor for Eagle News,
1: and I'm Tori, Eagle Media's executive editor, and I'm Abby, the editor in chief for Eagle News. As usual, we have lots of news to talk about since our last show. It's always a busy time here for the team at Eagle News. This week, we welcome our fifth guest, Jeffrey Hronka, Eagle News Assistant Sports
0: Editor. Jeffrey is a junior, double majoring in journalism and communication with a concentration in public relations. He's been with Eagle News since the beginning of this semester.
2: To start the conversation, we're going to ask Jeffrey a few questions about his journalism experience.
0: So, Jeffrey, how did you get into journalism and how did you get involved with Eagle Media?
3: So I first applied as a communication major, and then once I got here, I think it was Eagle Fest January maybe. I really wanted to go to journalism, and I'm like, okay, well I'm I'm let, let's just do both, okay, and then I'm, I wanted to get involved, and so during the summer I actually applied for the internship, no clue what it was, and then, Justin sent me to James, and then, then I was talking to James the whole semester or whole, not semester, but the whole summer and then that's how I showed up to the first meeting
0: I literally had no idea about any of that
2: me neither me either
0: that's really sweet though so you applied for like our internship that we have
3: yeah I wrote my resume
2: wow
0: so kind of a side question but like you're now double majoring so how did you like decide you wanted to do both
3: really journalism had everything I wanted to do and I'm like well I, I'd love me to switch to journalism and then. Like, my dad's like, why don't you just do both? It'll look better on your resume. So, you know, I'm like, you know what? I'll do that. And then the PR concentration came around because that's, like, the easiest way to get both done. And I know PR and journalism, you know, it's kind of like a clash. So yeah. it's like, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I took my first PR class next semester. With me. Yeah. Aww. We take
2: it together. I'm so excited. That'll be fun. I
1: don't like PR. I also do not like PR. And I'm I took a a concentration. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I am. Heck no. I just added it. So it's
3: really oh. like three PR people against Abby here.
1: Awesome. No, <laughs> I took one PR class. Not for me. Um,
0: another side question, sorry. I just keep coming up with things. Um, what do you want to do after you graduate?
3: Um I wanna just write about sports. So I wanna like one place I want to apply to that I like maybe not anymore, ESPN, but they keep, like, cutting people, like, a bunch of layoffs. So I I just want to cover sports in some dynamic, really.
1: Um, Do you have, like, a medium that you like most? Do you like writing the most, or...?
3: I hated writing. I despised it, and I meant to join ENTV, actually. And then as soon as I joined Eagle News, I'm like... We'll see how this goes. You were
0: stuck.
3: I liked my first. I liked writing my first story, and I just liked it more and more. And so I'm like, you know what? This is the place for me. So I've just been here ever since.
1: Oh. Um. Funny enough, your first story was not sports, right? No. But um, now you've worked your way up to assistant sports editor. So can you tell us a little bit about your experience, how you got here, and what you like about it?
3: Um. No, I hate everything. Um. I, I'm um so. Um. <laughs> I started news uh, it was the it was actually about these rooms, the audio mm-hmm. and visual rooms funny enough um, and I enjoyed the interview, like interviewing people and writing about it. so I'm like, this is cool. and then the more and then I started writing about sports recaps. I started with soccer and then I kept doing it more and more so much so that um I heard there was an edit uh, an assistant position. so I took the assistant sports. Mm-hmm. Editor. Position. Yeah. Yeah, instead.
0: Like, what do you do, like, as the assistant?
3: So I'm starting to edit because I'm learning slowly but surely how to edit. I've edited two stories. Yay. So we're making progress on the editing camp. I pitch a lot. Um, probably the most inconvenient times for James when I pitch. So. <laughs>
1: what does I'm, that mean and why do you say that?
3: So uh, last in-person meeting, um, I think, or two meetings ago. Uh, I so when you're giving your pitches, I text James <laughs> my ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I you're texting
1: so during my meeting? <gasps> exactly. That's why I'm on my phone. Jeffrey Horonka. No. That's so funny, though, actually. Um.
0: So does he pitch them or no? Because you, oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Do uh, they ever get pitched? They Have they ever? Sometimes, been yeah. Pitched? If you're like, like well, then sometimes you'll text me about it and you'll be like, do you like this pitch? Well, it's, or more
3: just like like a, it's more like a feature after. pitch, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know if it falls under news, mm. Or sports. Mm hmm. Um, so that happens, and then, um, other things I do is I write a lot, so I, I, I would I would say I would average two sports stories a week.
1: Dang. Yeah, probably, yeah, I would say that's accurate. Yeah, I agree. Accurate.
3: Um, and I do a lot of recaps.
1: Yep. A lot of hockey. A lot of hockey. Do you like covering hockey?
3: Um, yes. Because, I, I probably shouldn't say this, but because it's so easy to find the stats online, it's the easiest thing to write about. That's like, strong. I don't even have to be there, but I love being there, so I was like, <laughs> what's that?
1: Yeah,
2: that is a good point, though. Jeffrey, you write sports and news. So, what are some of your favorite stories you've written this semester?
3: Well, currently, on Trending Stories, number one, FGCU Beach Club. This saying.
2: Beats who? Beach Club.
1: Beach Club. Oh, Beach Club. I thought you said FGCU beats... No, <laughs> also what I said. Beach club I,
0: and it's actually news. Yeah, but so. is that actually your favorite story?
3: Is
1: I that mean, the one that you had the most fun writing? Because I, as your editor, doubt it. <laughs> I was wow. there for you through the process of that one.
3: Well it's uh, you know. My favorite one was actually this recent one, because it's a really good game. Del- the hockey. Delaware game. Um I'll just so at the I'll just say I'll say I'll say at the end of it, right? Because um, you guys should read it yourself. Um, okay. I did listening. read it. For everyone listening. <clears> oh. <throat> <laughs> yeah. Can't tell the whole story, you know. Um, th- I'm just going to give you a little trailer. Um, so FTC <laughs> was down 1 2. And in the final minute, FTC was able to score two goals, going up 3 2. Two fights uh, broke out in the last seven seconds. And then Delaware had 2.2 seconds to score. Um, having five players to FTC's two uh, on the core at the end. And then when, once the game finished, everyone got in a fist fight. like a league brawl.
2: Can I just say, I'm so upset that I missed that game.
1: Okay, Jeffrey.
2: <clears throat> what is
1: your favorite sport to cover and why? I'm
3: going to have to go with hockey. Um, I, I know it's a basic answer, but I've covered mostly hockey. And, you know, I kind of know when it's going to end, so I'm not there forever. Yeah. I do like covering sports, but I don't want to like To be there for, like, five hours.
1: In which different sports have you covered in Uh,
3: total? Hockey, volleyball, uh, and soccer, both men's and women's soccer. And what was your least favorite? Soccer. Why? Because I was there for eight hours one day. Yeah.
0: That's terrible.
3: You did have bad luck.
0: Weren't there multiple multiple people there that day?
3: Only me.
1: Just you in the whole stands?
0: No, I thought there were other people from Eagle Media that were there that day.
1: Oh, Duran was working there for Oh, right.
2: And then, wasn't that the one where Jessica got stuck in the booth? I think that was later. Oh. But that okay. did happen.
1: But I think Jessica was there, right?
3: No, not for that one. Oh.
1: Okay, I heard the story from someone else. I swear. <laughs> yeah,
3: I've told the story before, so maybe well, hearing
1: the story again. Maybe. Weren't there a couple different like soccer games that you had bad luck with?
3: Only that one really.
1: The one that got rained out? But then didn't you also go to one early because they put the time wrong? Um, oh, I, I went to that,
3: that in person oh. as like a fan, right?
1: Oh, I see. And then it
3: was raining, and then the lights went out, and then the lights went back on, and then they finished at eleven fifty nine PM.
0: Oh,
1: jeez.
3: So.
0: Um, so, do you think it helps that you like cover? Like, do you like covering hockey because like a lot of us like to go to the games, or like do you just like hockey in general?
3: Uh, because uh, yes and no. Because I, I do like everyone being there, but it's really because I know us. There's a set time.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. I wouldn't want to be there for like five hours either
1: or nine hours or whatever you just said. I feel like hockey is longer than you think. Like usually it's two and a half, three hours yeah. that we're there. Yeah. I just yeah. think it goes by faster maybe because we're all there together. Yeah, I can kind of have my hot bun.
3: cocoa, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> two true. fifty. Cheapest thing there. <laughs> Worth it.
1: No, the popcorn is only a dollar, I think.
3: I, I swear the popcorn is like four dollars.
1: Nope. It definitely is not. Water is
3: five. It's ridiculous. Don't even get me
1: started on the Water. Oh, gosh. Well, that's what happens when you have to buy a water bottle. You know what I don't like is the bleachers. Yeah, I know you
2: don't. I hate how you have to, like, roll over everyone to get out. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm about to, like, steamroll them.
0: I I can barely get up, like, the steps of the bleachers because I'm so short. (laughs) It's okay. It's still fun. Yeah, but you
1: brought your blanket last time. That helped a lot. I did. I did. We should, yeah, put a warning on there.
2: (laughs) We We should have reserved seats. Yeah,
0: we should. We should just...
1: We, Have Joe or something. we really should be in the box with the players. Exactly. I mean.
2: All of us? I think so, too. Yes.
1: <laughs> Last time I was there, right?
2: We should be on the ice playing.
3: <laughs> Last time I was there, everyone said, okay, let's get here early. I was the only one there for 20 minutes, holding down eight seats. <laughs> I was getting so many looks.
1: In my defense, I was not at that one. I and was s- also not there. Some
3: lady had k- had her kids on the floor in front of me, and I just felt so bad. Oh, oh no. I looked the other way, and then everyone, then everyone came, like, 10 minutes before the game started.
1: But we'll did it end it. up being worth it? Like, were, were the rest of the bleachers filled up by the time everyone got there? Yes and no. That was BG, wasn't it?
3: Uh, no, it was one before that. Because oh. we thought we had, a, we had like, the amount of people who were going, like, there. And then Addie got there late. <laughs> yeah, and what so, else is
1: new? <laughs> Girl, me too. <laughs>
3: um, And so it was, it was a tight squeeze. We made it work, and we did ice skating
1: afterwards.
0: Mm. Thanks for coming on this episode, Jeffrey. Now we're going to recap some of the things we've covered since our last episode.
1: Um, since our last episode, which does feel like a long time ago, um, but something that really has stuck out to me is that FGCU Hockey, our favorite topic of the day, played my, it's not my alma mater, but the school that I transferred from, which is Bowling Green, Ohio, um, and FGCU absolutely swept the freaking ground with BG. What was the final score, Jeffrey? Do you remember? It was like, um, the well, first one was like 7-1, I think.
3: It was 11-1. Oh. And then the second game was 9-0.
1: Oh. Um, so. Okay, let me defend myself real quick right now. Number one. When I went to BG, it felt like we were so good. Now, I think that honestly the BG's biggest downfall was their goalie.
0: The goalie there, was cracking me up. He was sitting, he was standing at the goal. We
2: I know. wish I wish our listeners could see it.
3: Their goalie was the best player of that game. Their goalie was the best player of that game.
2: No. The
1: you
3: BG, know how many shots he had to save because BG as a whole couldn't do anything? No,
1: you're wrong. You're wrong. I'm wrong. The BG wrong. goalie was the reason we lost the game. And by we, I mean BG. My gosh, don't give me that crusty look. Yeah, I, I've looked
3: at the stats multiple times. It is not because of the goalie.
1: Okay, fine. I'm just saying, BG. We were swift, we were, you were aggressive, swift and, and we lost by a lot. So I'm back to being um, an eagle once again instead of a <laughs> falcon because that was honestly really embarrassing. But it was really fun for me to be able to go. Honestly, it meant a lot to see all the brown and orange. And a lot of BG fans came down here. There were I was a lot. surprised.
2: I'm surprised you didn't know any. I Um, I did see someone I knew. I was fully expecting you to, like, just mingle among them.
1: Uh, no. (laughs) I did see someone I know, but he ignored me, so. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) I used to talk to him all the time because I worked in a dorm at the front desk, and he lived there. Oh. So, awkward. That is awkward. In my defense, it's been, like, three years since I worked there, so. (laughs) And why am I still in school? So why would he be like, oh, probably Abby? In his head, he's probably like, that looks like the girl that should have graduated three years ago. <laughs> That's funny. Anyways. All right. Let's move on to something else that we've covered since our last episode. Um, so this this story has kind of been a long time in the making, but student government, President Emery Cavan, and the Chief of Staff, Tanner Kelly, have been conducting listening tours with some of the identity-based RSOs on campus. Um, and they said that they were doing this to try to better represent the student body as a whole. Um, Emery and Tanner just thought that they really wanted to like hear what the students had to say because they recognized that their experience at FGCU might not be the same as what everyone else is feeling or how they feel about what's going on at the school. Um, So they wanted to kind of do, they called it a listening tour, but really it was just they reached out to a lot of the different RSOs on campus and were like, let's like chat and let's talk about what you like, what you guys are feeling, what you feel like you want to see from student government, stuff like that. So I wouldn't say it's kind of confusing because I wouldn't say that they're like done with it, but all of the RSOs that reached back out to them and were interested in being a part of it, they've already met with, so
0: yeah, that's really cool. Um, just to give a little shout out, um, our student government reporter,
1: Connor Hay, wrote that story.
0: So mm-hmm. he did a really good job.
1: He did a really good job because it was very fast moving by the time he was writing the story. He had to make a lot of like little changes last minute, I feel like, but he did a really good job.
2: Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'm not super knowledgeable on SG. I, it just makes my brain turn yeah. terrible.
0: There There's a lot going on.
2: It
1: is a lot going on. And they have a lot of their own little language, I feel like, going on Mm -hmm. that you have to...
0: And a lot of moving parts. Like, so much. It's just like, am I supposed to be understanding what you're saying right now? Yeah, that's a good point.
2: Is this a foreign language? (laughs)
1: Literally. Yes, (laughs) it is.
3: I can't find the appeal. Like, I can't... Like, I love student government all, but I, I can't find the appeal of working for student government. Like, just... What you have to deal with?
1: I feel like a very specific kind of person likes to be in that kind of group. Yeah. Not us, though. No. Although I would say that it's kind of similar to journalism in the way that I feel like in order to be good at it and to stay involved, you have to you have to be so passionate about it. Because I could see myself getting burnt out so fast doing some yeah. of the things they do.
0: It's crazy. Yeah, I agree. I feel like that's with a lot of things, though.
1: True. True.
0: Um, Moving on to our next topic, Addy, do you want to talk about the
2: basketball
0: block party a little
2: bit? So FGCU hosted its first ever basketball block party on Thursday, October 26th. Um, It was an event where students could go and meet the FGCU men's and women's basketball teams and just kind of hang out, and there was food and Games and a whole big shebang um, just to kind of get acclimated before the upcoming 23-24 season.
0: So Jeffrey wrote that story, so do you kind of want to talk about that (laughs) and, like, how you got your quotes, like walking up to random people?
3: I I did walk up to random people. I had multiple quotes, and um, one did not go the way I wanted it to um, because I lost the name completely. Oh, my. So (laughs) I only had two quotes. Um That's a- and it was a difficult story to write. Um I mean the block, for me the block party I feel it was really overhyped and there was just not a lot in all to write about. Um they it was just it felt like the, the, they just wanted the students to be the spectators. The students really couldn't get involved in any of it like um like the the, the, the different contests, dunk contests, 3 on you know, 3 competitions only fraternities were allowed to do it so like no one else could get what
0: involved in it. wait really
3: well if like um for instance three on three competition I, i'm pretty sure it was all fraternities that's it
1: that were allowed or if that know. just like happened to be who signed up i think it, it might just been who happened
3: up. but i i didn't i i don't know how so like a person could have signed up i
0: think there was a link
3: was there a link <laughs> I, I might have been wrong i, I think there was cause... and then yeah. and then dunk contest was two people and that's it
1: that's yeah. it that but they were up.
0: from like the basketball teams they were on the teams but they were like the team manager or like they were like mm-hmm. you know like yeah. support staff
1: but um, did you have to sign up in advance to do the dunk contest I don't
0: know if you could do the dunk contest if you weren't
1: oh. but you could there was oh, a so that one was
0: just to sign up for the uh, 3v3 because my roommate's hmm. brother was gonna do it but then he didn't um interesting yeah I, I went I just I went for the food mostly it was good um, but they're just, it was a bit boring, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of sat there and just watched, and I don't know, I, the music was good, the dancing, you know, the dancing e-gals and the cheerleaders were there, so that's always fun to watch, because they do, like, flips and stuff that I can't do. <laughs> was there not, like, games and stuff? No. No. Nope. For students? It was just, nope. like, everyone was just, like, standing around. There really? There wasn't, like, co- even
2: cornhole? Eating their food. No,
3: there's... No. Uh, food, uh, burritos, drinks, and ice cream. And then he, there's only one, there's, I know, the only person who interacted with the students was Azul. So he's the only one going around. Um, I
0: did not get ice cream. By the time I was ready for my ice cream, there was nothing left. And I was like, no. Yeah, there yeah. was, Azul was there.
1: I am so surprised that there weren't like little games. Like no. you said, like no. cornhole. I feel like yeah. even the library lawn, when there are events, there's so many different things yeah. to do. That's crazy.
0: Probably because athletics doesn't really, like, host a lot of events, so maybe they just, like, don't know. Maybe they thought the teams were just enough.
3: Well, there's also another uh, – this could have just been, like, a coincidence, but during the same time, there was a, a soccer game, so that could have maybe uh, – they could do all they wanted because there was a ASUN conference game going on across the street. That makes sense. So that it could have been sense. that. That's what I'm assuming. But I, I would like to see a lot more next year if they do it again because this was their first-ever event, so yeah. you got to give them some slack.
1: True. Eh. Do we? <laughs> yes. But um, they, they've done events on Library Lawn before, and they have, like,
2: a basketball thing, I thought, and, and, like, blow-up stuff. And, they also, like, go around campus and, like, <sighs> talk to students on their little Dunk City golf cart, They too. gave out
0: shirts. Dirty Birds were there, and they gave out shirts. I will say that.
2: You had to be a Dirty Bird to get but a shirt. You had to you could sign up. How, that, do a you, nice shirt? how do you become a Dirty Bird? Yeah, you, like, pay mean? 20 bucks. and For real? Yeah. But you get two shirts or something.
3: Like, so it's, like...
2: No, anyway. you have a lot of shirts. like five. Yeah, they, and like at every game you like get a freaking shirt. It's, it's only
3: really for the basketball game because you get in your own, you're in, you're in your own section during the basketball I've game. I've
0: gotten three shirts so far this year. Are you a, a
2: signed up? Uh-huh. That's insane. I was signed up last year, and I didn't use my,
1: I do not understand. Okay, go. because isn't Dirty Words supposed to be like the student section to mm. go all go to the games together and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to pay?
0: No, you don't have to pay to sit in the student section. You want, you're want you paying so you can get the shirt is yeah. basically what it is. You're paying so you can get all the shirts. And
2: There's th- also, like, some other perks, too, I think. Yeah, like, it's like at shirts. the
0: basketball games, you can go up to, like, whatever, one of the private rooms, and sometimes they have, like, a bunch of food in there that you can, like, go since you're, like, a dirty bird. Yeah. This I don't do that. Very I just weird did it for the shirts, personally.
1: Interesting.
3: You'll see, like, free bus rides, like, away games. Oh, so okay. I didn't know that the host one. bus rides, they'll bring you there. And then you get, like, if all the tickets are sold out, they'll save some, uh, like, on the side for Dirty Birds. That's true.
2: Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Hmm.
0: But, yeah. Um, kind of still going off the sports theme because we do have Jeffrey here. Um, do you want to talk about the wins that FGCU has been uh, getting recently?
3: So I'll start with soccer. So... Um, FGCU has earned, well, FGCU women's soccer in their back-to-back, uh, so- based championship titles. Um, they were down uh, three at half, and then they were able to come back, tie it up, and then win it in free kicks or a shootout. Um, and then with that win, um, again, they got back-to-back and now they're in the NCAA tournament. They've the second best team in the country, Texas Tech, um, tomorrow. So we'll see how that goes. And if they win, um, they move on to the next round. Um, so.
0: Do you think they're going to win?
3: I mean, it's the second-best team in the country. FTC rated, like, 94th in the country.
0: Okay, so... <laughs>
3: it's, a, it's, oh, it's, it's a tough game. It would be...
0: By the time this episode comes yeah, out... Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah,
1: let's clarify.
0: By the time this episode comes out, you will know who won. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
3: jealous. At 5 p.m., so that's remember. when the game is tomorrow. Okay. And um, and then volleyball, FGCU has locked the number one seed for the regular season, so now they're in the playoffs. Um, there's currently only six teams in the playoffs, uh, Eastern Kentucky, Kennesaw State, FGCU, Lipscomb, North Alabama, and North Florida. Um, and FGCU plays um, n- uh, next Thursday night, 7 p.m. for the first round, so they're gonna verse the worst team in the tournament entering, so they should be able to win.
1: So have we already beat them?
3: This is next week, right? Um, yeah, we've we. I think we're on a fourteen game winning streak, fifteen game winning streak. But
1: have we played this team yet?
3: Um, we don't know the team yet, but we've oh, been against some teams. I see. Most likely okay.
1: Here. Question. So if they
0: lose this game, now they probably won't. But like, would they be out or would yes. they get another chance? Okay.
3: They'd be out, but they verse the eight seed, and then they verse the next lowest seed.
0: So we're not the what, number one seed. Does that mean we're like the best?
3: Yes, we're number one. <laughs>
0: Hey, why
1: would number one be the worst? I don't know. I'm just clarifying.
3: I mean, we've we've oh, been on a, a we've been on uh, an electric streak because we haven't we've not lost an electric so cool. streak. Electric yeah. is that like a fancy
2: like terminology or is that just your word choice? A word
3: choice. Are we I playing
0: like it. here next week? Or are we playing somewhere it's, else? Yeah, we're hosting it
3: too. So. Oh, I want
0: to go. When is it? Sixteenth,
3: uh, seventeenth,
0: and eighteenth. I'll be out of town. I'll have to
3: go yeah. the 16th. I'll you can go game go one. Game one. That's yeah. most likely a guaranteed win. Game one, we
1: can go. The 16th? Yeah. I'm leaving. Oh. I'm leaving Thursday Guess. morning. Never
2: mind. I'll go with
0: Jeffrey. I'll
1: go. <laughs> oh, yeah, awesome. and Jeffrey will go without you. <laughs> Wait, when is it? And I'll sit at home and
3: cry. Um, so we have, although there, there is two more games left in the Aislinn Conference, we, we have it locked up. So like nothing can.
1: Like what, Wait, so we what still time? have to play two by. I mean, we then still
3: off. have two regular season games, uh, this r- or tomorrow and oh, Saturday, uh,
1: which will again be done by the time this podcast comes <laughs> out.
3: Exactly, but maybe the championship won't.
1: Okay. Well, it comes be done out on Monday.
3: Okay, yeah. So, y'all know the championship oh. yet? So. Okay. Yeah.
0: okay, I think that's really cool. We're doing great. Um. We kind of talked about this last episode, but November issue is deadline is coming up real fast. By the time this episode comes out, we'll hopefully have sent it to the printer. So, how's it going?
1: I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> Every Be- month it stresses me out more than I could ever.
0: Episode, you said you were really ahead.
1: <laughs> okay. I don't feel really ahead anymore, but I will say I feel like the things
2: that I did to get ahead mm-hmm. are still helping. See, I feel like there's less stress radiating off of you. Thank you. This month. I feel like you you guys did
0: a really good job with getting most of the stories in on time. Obviously, there's, like, some, like, extenuating circumstances with interviews and games and stuff like that, but but I think you guys did a really good job, like, especially, like, being on, like, staff and saying, like, this needs to be in by this time because we're not doing what we did.
2: I'm just so excited for this print because I don't have a story in it. Mm -hmm. However, (gasps) I do have so many pictures in it.
1: Oh, I'm excited. That's good. That is good. Um, yeah, we still have a couple outstanding stories, but all for good reasons. Like Jeffrey is covering the volleyball, but I mean soccer, something. But they still have games this week, so it's like can't even. I have a bad habit when I write,
3: though. It's really bad.
1: What is your bad habit?
3: I only can get things done if I procrastinate. So like, I'm usually doing it the night before. Oh yes. So like, um. Current status, there is my name and the title.
1: Shh, don't tell me that. Don't, don't tell me that.
3: We're making progress.
2: I
1: don't, I don't know but if the student feature is any site. further along yeah. either, though. It is. Okay, she good. She
2: finished up her interviews and is writing it, and I should have it Yay. tonight or tomorrow.
1: Okay, good. Hopefully tonight because it's <sighs> yeah. <yeah. But> <laughs> a week late. a sports <laughs> yeah. story
3: for me in print.
1: <gasps> oh, my oh, my gosh. gosh you're right. <gasps> <gasps> Nuh-uh. Yay. Wait. Oh.
3: I thought, I, my last yeah. two were all news in oh the future.
1: Gosh. What about September?
3: Then have a print one. October was my first print. Really? Yeah. I haven't heard about that
0: No. I don't, that's I crazy. don't think that's right. I think that we had right. a print one in September. I did not have a
1: print one in September. Oh. Okay, I don't we, think you did. I nope. feel like he would know. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can check. We can uh, check back in the archives when we get back to the newsroom, but... Well, I'm excited for you then. Yeah. Finally, when it says assistant sports editor, it'll it's be on a honest, sports, sports story. Not, not news. <laughs> or features. That's funny. Aw. Yeah, I'm feeling good, though. I'm really excited for the spread this month. Oh, yeah. It's I am, be too. It is a men's fashion spread. Have you looked at the photos? I oh took some of the photos. Oh, yeah. Uh, she told me that.
0: I looked at, some, I looked at them. I looked really good. Yeah.
1: Such an amazing. I'm excited. I'm so excited. It's gonna I'm be so great. excited, too. It's going to be so good. Uh, Now I'm all excited, and then that stresses me out more because I'm like, there's so much to do.
0: Um, Similar to the the last few episodes, um, let's talk about a few things we deal with every day as student journalists. So how do we decide which stories are newsworthy or not? I know we get, like, a lot of pitches, like, in our emails and, like, just, like, staff writers, like, saying, like, hey, like, I want to write this. Like, how do we decide, like, is this a good story or is it, like, No.
2: I get the most random pitches from some PR people that I don't know where on earth they came from. Yeah, But they're like, please write about us. And then I just like ignore them. It's okay. I delete them too. Uh, yeah, and same. then they just pester me more. It's like they know when I delete their message. <laughs> and then they send me 15 more.
1: Okay. There's someone in, in the editor email who consistently. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. <sighs> And it's not even like <laughs> a bulk. E- it's not even like a bulk email. It's like someone's personal email that they're sending to me. And I mean, it's probably like a scammer or something. But oh, literally, like every week, hello sir. Um, I can see that Eagle News is da 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 da.
2: See mine. Me- they don't call me Haley. <laughs> oh, no. oh yeah. That's not my name. Hey Haley. Yeah, if people that's call right. me Riley
0: too.
1: I'm like. Yeah, no? that's awesome. I get called Tory. So. Hey Tori.
0: Sir, <laughs> I got called sir last week. I was like, what is going on right now?
1: Because yeah. they don't,
0: they just, that's funny.
1: Um, okay, anyways, back to the answer. <laughs> I feel like, and this is funny because Jeffrey and I were just talking about this before recording this episode. Um, on one hand, it's kind of like a
2: gut thing, I feel like. Oh, it, there's definitely an intuition with it. I, like, once I feel like
1: you get the hang of it, once you learn what your audience is, um, Like, what's going on in the community, kind of, it's totally a gut thing, I feel like, at least.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: You just kind of, like, start to think, uh, no one cares about this, or, like, this happens all the time, this isn't important. Yeah.
2: I also think our professors do a really good job of instilling that in us, like, from the get-go. Like, the first class, everyone takes news literacy, like, you learn what's newsworthy and what isn't. That's true. And then from then on, it's all just kind of refining those skills and making sure you're using them and practicing them I would agree with that
0: yeah I think another thing we run into a lot is someone comes in and they're like yeah I want to write this story about my club and we're like okay like yeah, that's fine, but, like, you can't write it. And they're like, well, why not? Like, because you're in the club, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like they don't really understand, like, I literally just got an email, like, a few days ago. I think I sent it to you, yep. Abby, and she's like, yeah, like, I want to write the story about whatever she said. I'm like,
1: oh, no. <laughs> yeah, You can write
0: an opinion on it, or someone else can write it, but you cannot yeah. write it.
1: Because people are thinking, oh, I'm going to have to do this anyway. I might as well type yeah. something up and get service learning hours for it, but it's like, And, no. like, get it
0: published, yeah. It's like, absolutely. Actually, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that happens a
1: lot. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, let Jeffrey. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Hear what Jeffrey has sorry, told.
0: Jeffrey.
3: Go. You know, I just <laughs> learned because I kind of just pestered James and oh. right, and I'm just like, well, okay. he's gonna take this. It's more about relevance. That's how I just learned. So it's like recaps. Yeah. You know, recaps are kind of easy to easy to know. Uh, we're just gonna write about those, and features is more difficult because we we have to get approved first. So, mm-hmm. me and James have talked in the works about things to do over winter. So we got some ideas coming okay. out for sports, so be ready.
0: We're ready, I'll, I'll be ready. I'm ready. I'm waiting for the notifications on my phone. Oh. Yeah, I'll be From watching. From Eagle News, you mean? Yeah, I'll be watching.
1: I've, my eyes are peeled. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, next question, kind of a little deeper. Um, what do you think are some of the biggest challenges in journalism today?
1: That's a toughie. That I can think of. Okay. Um, One of them, I would say, they're both very different as well. I think one of them is like knowing that so many, so little people trust the media. And it's hard to like pour your whole week or like mind into doing something and thinking like, I'm doing this for other people. And then they're like, well, this is wrong. You know what I mean? I think that's really hard. I think the other one is, and they're very different from each other reasons, but I think the other thing is it's hard to keep up. Like, no one anymore wants to read this long freaking article or seek out the news because they just don't care enough when they're getting it on TikTok and they're getting it on Twitter. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's hard because we, as good ethical journalists, know that what we're putting out there actually is the truth. It's hard to be able to think, okay, how am I going to put this out in a way that keeps people up to date but also
2: you don't want to, like,
1: sacrifice the right. Exactly. Yeah, I would say
2: that's a big thing. Alternative storytelling methods. Yeah. I feel like we need a whole class on that. Like, yeah. Like, little droplets are incorporated into, into like, the curriculum.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But, like, for writing for Mass Audience, all my alternative storytelling Those are pictures. Mm -hmm. But, like, you're right. Like, so many people our age get their news from TikTok and, like, Twitter Twitter and things like that. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, and most of those things, we'd be able to get our lead out in them. And, like, that's it.
1: Right, exactly. And you don't want to sacrifice, like, the integrity of what you're doing. Like, I'm not going to go on TikTok and do a little dance while I tell you about what's going on in the world. You know (laughs) what I mean? Because that's, like... That'd be so funny, How can though. you get a, the truth out there without,
2: yeah. And there's not enough information so that, like, to the point where people are just going to get preconceived notions and misconceptions. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I think for me, kind of going off of, like, what Abby said, it's very common to doubt journalists now, especially with, like, just, like, news outlets that lean, like, one way or the other. Um, and it kind of sucks for the news outlets that aren't leaning one way or the other that are true, like journalism and are reporting the facts. So it's very hard when an outlet does make a mistake because it's like, oh, well, like now we can't trust you because you made a mistake. And like, that's not true. It's like we're human and there's just like so much pressure put on journalism and news outlets and journalists where it's like you literally make one mistake and it's like, yeah, no, I can't, I'm not reading your stuff anymore, you know? And like, we deal with that because we have to make corrections online and like in print, like we literally can't make corrections. Like Mm -hmm. that's it. You know, we can't go in every single issue and like cross something out. So it's like very, very, very important for us like triple check everything. But sometimes we miss stuff and we just have to deal with it. And it sucks, yeah,
1: but that's just the reality of it. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the biggest challenge?
3: I'm I'm, I'm gonna have to say this, like again, getting people to read your articles because We're we're evolving, Mm -hmm. you know, more people want to just watch videos, um, on YouTube. So I feel like that kind of puts journalists out of back foot. Um, like I still struggle with that. Like, even though I write, I still don't like go read articles online, but I'm starting to more and more because I'm like taking news literacy. Um, and so you kind of have to, but I'm starting to just kind of get accustomed with it and start to enjoy it more. Mm -hmm. So.
2: Yeah, you definitely have to get into a
3: habit of like reading stuff.
2: I also think it's really hard getting people to talk. True. Like, yeah. I, there have been multiple stories that I've covered that were like more breaking news. And when you're out like in the field talking to people, no one wants to talk.
1: Yeah, that is a good point.
2: Like, it's way easier if it's like through an email and you're like, hi, mm-hmm. my name's Addison. Mm-hmm. Can we set up an interview? instead of like hi my name's Addison yeah. can, we, can you comment and on I'm this like ambition. right now they're like yeah. no
0: I'm okay and then like they try to like run away from it or me like
2: <laughs> they're always worried about like their jobs or mm-hmm. like what kind of clubs they're in and if they're like allowed to say something or like
1: yeah I feel like that goes back to the distrust thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like as soon as you're like I'm gonna be in the news yeah, they're like, like no
0: no I don't trust you <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> oh okay <laughs> yeah that's definitely something that yeah Mm -hmm. or when people want to be anonymous it's like if we have an anonymous quote like that's okay but sometimes it's like how is a reader gonna trust us if we're constantly using Mm -hmm. anonymous people like how do they know that we're not just like making making it it up making it up you know it's hard Mm -hmm. it's definitely hard
1: yep all right well um as usual follow eagle news on instagram at eagle news and follow inst eagle news on instagram at inside eagle news to stay up to date with the latest campus news
0: that's all we have for today Um, make sure to tune in on monday december 4th because we do have thanksgiving break so we're going to be taking a little break from our podcast um but for our next episode to hear about what's been going on inside eagle news this is tori fultz
2: this is abby move and this is addie mccullough
0: and this has been inside eagle news